Good Times with Ed for Breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day. On Gippsland's Triple M. Lay Miz, hey, what a powerful performance it is. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to uh, pop into the theatres in Melbourne to see this, of course, or maybe been lucky to head off to Broadway or the West End over in the UK as well. Well, guess what? You don't need to travel too far this week because Lay Miz is coming the way of the West Gippsland Arts Centre. Sensational performance being put together by the Warrigal Theatre Company and uh, one of the most challenging tasks, of course, is uh, playing... Uh, the talented Jean Valjean. Yes, uh, David Lamb has got that task in front of him and he joins me now. G'day, David. Nice to catch up with you. Hello, Ed. Thank you for having me. Hey, um, it, really great to talk about, of course, um, the situation that you have is that uh, this tricky, tricky pathway that you have. Tell us a little bit more about the character that you're playing. Yeah, so for those who don't know the show, uh, it is one of the greats um, of, of the music theatre uh, canon and, and Jean Valjean. It's it's the role of roles in the show of shows. Really, he um, he has an incredible story. He begins as a criminal. Um, he he gets parole. He runs from parole. He he gets a second chance at life. Reinvents himself and and tries to to live a, a good and noble life while constantly on the run from the law. And he ends up getting wrapped up in a revolution in Paris in the eighteen thirties. Um, and it's a, a, a an epic saga sk- uh, spanning about about eighteen years of his life. It's a tricky role. It's not the easiest of parts of the play. So when you put your hand up for it, uh, were you tentative or did you go, no, this is the challenge I want? I I was incredibly nervous. I sort of auditioned for a couple of other roles in the show, sort of thought, oh, you know, I'll, I'll put my hand up. I don't know what the rest of the cast will be like. Uh, you know, I don't know who's going to audition. So I'll I'll say, yeah, I'm up for anything. And they, they offered me this. And I said, well, I did say I was up for anything, didn't I? Um, but it's been an incredible six months sort of rehearsing and, and going through the journey and, and trying to figure out how we perform it in um, in three hours. I've had a look at the Warrigal Theatre Company uh, social network pages there with Facebook and things like that, and I love the way that you guys have been championing one another, of course, but some of the little behind the scenes, the quality there as well, right from the young actors all the way up, it's pretty profound. It's really good. It, I'm really glad to hear you say that because, yeah, we we think we're great, um, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we like in rehearsals. I've I've been you know brought to tears in the middle of a song by just how good it sounds because everyone knows the songs. Everyone's listened. I've listened to them for for 30 years. This show's been around, and to hear it sung in a room, you know, with voices that you know and and people that you're friends with, it, we have such an epic amount of talent in this region and people are coming from you know Berwick from Beaconsfield from Traralgon they're coming from all over the place to be a part of this show so it's really great now it hasn't had its challenge it has, hasn't gone without challenges COVID what a wonderful thing COVID has been for us for the last three years isn't of course. it great oh my goodness gracious me but the fact that we're back performing is great but I think the other thing as well, over the last month and a bit, there's been spats of it uh, affecting our communities around there, and you guys haven't been immune by it as well. It's it's we, got you guys as well. We certainly haven't. I myself, for the last week, I was off with COVID. Yeah, um, right. Stuck at home with uh, my wife and wonderful three-year-old yeah. who didn't understand being locked inside, but it's really gone through the cast. I think there was one Sunday rehearsal where seven or eight people got it from that rehearsal, yeah. and a lot of us felt lucky that we didn't, but it, it just keeps popping up at different places. Places because, as you say, it's in the community and we're doing what we can to protect ourselves, but you can't do everything, uh, obviously. So we, we've we been rebounding and 
It's uh, this week particularly has been a challenge. A couple of people in the ensemble have stepped up to cover some uh, some character roles and some larger wow. roles to yeah. cover people who've dropped out. And it's really amazing to see everyone stepping up, supporting each other, and doing what they can. I mean, they say the show must go on. They do. But there are uh, the lengths that we are going to to make sure this show goes on. It's really impressive, and I think uh, I think audiences will, will love what they see when they come to it. Opening night, of course, uh, tomorrow night, uh, running through to the twenty eighth. It's one not to be missed as well, and hopefully we can pack out uh, the wonderful venue that is the West Gippsland Arts Centre as well. Have you guys had a chance to get up on stage and and tune yourselves on stage there at that facility yet? Yeah, so we've been in there the last couple of nights. We uh, we worked out all of the tech issues on Tuesday night. Last night we did a full run. And the the theatre, if you've not been in there, it is amazing. It's one of the best professional quality theatres that I think you can have. And the sound in there is exceptional. Of course, on top of that, we've got the Gippsland Symphony Orchestra yeah. um, playing for us. And they are amazing musicians, led by David Williams, our musical director. There's such a wealth of talent in there that... You you will not fail to be impressed by the quality of the sound that's in there and the performances that come out on stage. It's uh, it's really going to be worth the money. All the best for this week. Of course, opening night tomorrow night. I'm sure the nerves are just always there. If you're not nervous, uh, there's something wrong with you. I think in some ways, but oh, I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. I don't know what you're saying. Who you've been talking to? It's great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Good luck to you and the cast, mate. And great to have you in the studio. Of course, today uh, championing this wonderful performance. Lame is, of course, coming the way of the West Gippsland Arts Centre. All thanks to the Warrigal Theatre. Camp. Me, uh, all the best for this week. Thank you so much for having us, Ed. Good times with Ed for breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day on Gippsland's Triple M. I tell you what's going to be going gangbusters over the next five years. Uh, that is the Vic Open based out of Gippsland. This is a huge fillip. More than 2,000 bowlers uh, together with friends and family are set to converge on our region from March 25 to April 2 next year. This is a commitment for five years, by the way. And this is widely regarded, this event here, as the largest bowls event in the state. Second nationally only to, of course, uh, the Australian Open. And, and millions of dollars are going to be pouring into our economy as well, which is great. Plus, you're going to see some of the best of the best when it comes to lawn bowlers around our country. We're talking champions here, Commonwealth medalists. We're talking about the best of the best. And uh, Carla Krinzanik is one of those, of course, an Australian representative. And uh, back in 2014, won the Vic Open as well in the singles and has been going, well, super ever since. So, Carla, good morning to you. How are you going? Good morning. I'm going great. Thanks for having me on today. No problems. Hey, first things first, I know you're a registered nurse, so happy International Nurses Day to you as well. Oh, thank you. Now, let's talk some lawn bowls. Um, yes. This is a huge field. This is a major tournament, and I think here in Gippsland, we're pretty uh, pretty chuffed that we've pinched it from Shepparton. Yeah, you should be pretty chuffed. Um, yeah, it's definitely a massive tournament on the calendar for everybody. Um, it's been going for about a decade now up in Shepparton and everybody all year talks about it. Who's playing with who? You know, we can't wait until we get there. Unfortunately, with COVID, it hasn't been run for a few years, mm. so I feel like people are even hungrier to play. And, yeah, now you guys have um, managed to, to get it, so it's going to be great to, you know, move it down to the Gippsland area and for us bowlers to um, have the chance to enjoy your area and um, get to know the clubs around there. When it comes to the Vic Open, as I mentioned in the intro, you broke out in this in the singles area there in 2014 and, and won gold there. What yep. was that moment like for you and your bowls career? Because it's been an amazing decade since. Yeah, um, so the Vic Open for me really was um, a starting point, I guess, mm. for winning championships 
um, and I guess getting that bit of confidence to know that you know I could win singles events. So the first time I actually won it was 2012 when I was you know 22, and I won it two other times since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, as a, a young girl trying to make the Australian team, um, yeah, I think it was really pinnacle in helping me to get that confidence that I could win on the big stage and you know take that step further to winning um, national events as well. So you mentioned it's a pathway to open doors, obviously, to maybe see where you're at, I think, in some yeah. ways when it comes to especially the green and gold tops. Yeah, definitely. It was for me. Um, but I think the thing about the Vic Open is it offers something for everybody. Yeah. Um, for me at that stage, it offered um, sort of a development opportunity. Uh, for others, it can be just a chance to play with some friends from you know other parts of Victoria or over the country that you don't usually get to play with. Lots of people use it as a, a girls' or a boys' weekend away just for a you know a bit of fun over the week. Um, this coming event, um, I'm going to play with my mum, so a chance to play oh. with my mum and, and you know make it a bit of a family week. So I feel like the, Vic, the best thing about the Vic Open is it offers something for everybody, whether it's you know, trying to um, advance your career and um, move along sort of the pathways or whether it's just you want to have fun and have a weekend away with your friends. So, yeah, it offers a lot for everybody. Carla Krasanik's joined us on the show, Australian representative when it comes to lawn bowls. 212 international appearances and rising, of course, uh, and debut back in 2012 and uh, for the past decade has been dominating the scene there. You just spoke about mum, uh, obviously a major inspiration for you to pick up the bowl and a hence a light. Um, what's the, where's the bragging rights at the moment? Is it with you? <laughs> So my mum only actually took up bowls um, a few years ago, but uh-huh. yeah, she was the one who was, you know, driving us around to yeah. all the events and things and sitting on the sidelines. So she finally, finally took it up a few years ago and she's already made her region team. So um, yeah, she's been going all right. So um, no, uh, I'll be putting a lot of high expectations on her. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Pressure on mum there as well, which is great to see. Hey, we can't wait to have you back in the region, Carla, and, and great to have you down in Terrelgan uh, on Tuesday, of course, opening this up. But more importantly, being an ambassador for this competition going forward. We've got it for five years. We can't wait to see the best of the best uh, roll it over, of course, and, and lead to Commonwealth Games. We know Birmingham coming up this year, and then Regional Victoria is going to be put in the spotlight again in 2026. So, so many pathways for our bowlers going forward. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's super exciting for lawn bowlers. So anyone who hasn't had a go out there, ha- have a bit of a go. You know, you might even find yourself playing in the Vic Open. There's no reason. Take it up now. You've got a few months to practice, and you'll be right to play. I like. All right. Well, I'm, I'm stretching now. I'll, I'll get it going. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. Carla, great to catch up with you, and uh, look forward to having you uh, here next year, of course, for the Vic Open. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Carla Krasanik there, of course, uh, doing some wonderful stuff when it comes to lawn bowls. And, yeah, the Vic Open is here for f- the next five years. It's a huge, Philip, big economy boom, of course, when it comes to this and, and what sort of impact it's going to have on that space. But the quality of athletes that we're going to see as well is irrepressible. Good times with Ed for breakfast. Gippsland's Triple M.